Hello, brothers and sisters. Pastor Jason here. I'm blessed to be back with you on this episode. I uh, encourage you to share this with your friends, with your coworkers. Uh, we are nearing the 5,000 download mark, but we are just, uh, I believe, nearly 4,600. I'd said that wrong in the last podcast, but nearly 4,600. So share this with your friends. Uh, share it with the people in your workplace. Uh, it's really uh, been a blessing to us to see the input and the, the downloads and the discussion that has come off some of the things we've shared. But I want to talk on this podcast. I want to extend from last podcast. I talked about worship, and I believe probably many of you thought maybe I would talk more about worship uh, in, in a different way. But I wanted to start with the foundation of worship. But I want to talk on this podcast about worship music. And uh, for the years past, uh, that was a dangerous dangerous place in churches. It was the, we called them the worship wars. And it was shortly after I got saved, I was not a churched man. So whenever I got saved, I was nearly 30 years old and I began learning very quick the do's and the don'ts of the worship wars. And, and one of those worship uh, wars was that I found common was it was more about preference than it was about uh, the actual music. And this is debatable. And again, uh, some people have very strong convictions about this, but I've always been, before I was saved, I was diverse in music. Uh, so I would listen to many kinds of music. I would listen to uh, heavy metal music. I would listen to rap music. I would listen to country music. And that was kind of just my style. And and I, I believe even after I got saved, that the same diversity carried over into uh, you know, even my worship life, because I always found it actually kind of humorous and, and laugh because they, you know, some of the people, and, and that doesn't mean bec- just the older people and younger people. I'm talking about even some younger people I knew. I, I remember going to a conference one time or a concert, excuse me. And, and man, it was really good. And it was, it was, I believe it was Jeremy camp and someone else down in Oklahoma city. And, and man, I remember, uh, this, uh, young man, he was just fuming upset. I mean, we were praising the Lord, raising our hands and I had just gotten saved about a year before that and I man I, I was really entering in and I mean I was blessed I felt the spirit of God I mean I didn't know a lot again I wasn't raised in church but I knew when I could feel the spirit of God and as the spirit of God was on uh, that, that, that service, I looked over and there was a, there was that man and boy, he was fuming. He was upset. And, uh, I was like, man, what is going on? I could just tell he was not happy to be there. And lo and behold, when we got done, man, we went and we ate and, and I finally looked over. It was kind of tickling me. And I, I kind of looked over and was like, Hey, you know, are you doing all right? He goes, yeah, I'm doing fine. And he said, uh, all I got to say is that was worship that was just entertainment and and i thought at that time i thought oh my there's a lot to this this was not an older gentleman it was a younger man than me at the time again i said i was nearly 30 but he had had a style of music that he liked and everything else wasn't worship and i totally disagree with that i think he 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 misunderstood preference or what he was raised on but uh you know and jeremy camp is pretty mild by the way many of you know him or some of you younger may not but i just remember that and thinking that really i needed to uh, expand on this i needed to pray about this and and ask god for revelation and that's one of the first things about worship music i ask everyone to do you know pray about it you know ask god to help you to understand it but for me you know the bible clearly teaches that we're to sing to ourselves and sing to others with psalms and hymns and spiritual melodies 
And that's what the scripture commands us to do. And so it's important as we look at worship, we, as we look at uh, this, to know that it is a command to sing. I mean, that's one of the reasons why when we get together that we, we share scripture. That's why when we get together, we, we sing because the Bible tells us to do these things. And, uh, and so, uh, but think about when we think about music, just step outside of the worship or step outside of your personal preference and think about timelines. And, and most generally, uh, if you've, if you've looked at music at all, you notice that they, they kind of, they, they put music in categories of centuries and decades. So 10 years and hundred years is what, is what you see when you talk about, they've got now a classical contemporary. That would be probably the stuff that was like in the eighties. They call that classical, you know, um, uh, there, there, that's what they would call that. But, and some people aren't familiar with those terms, but the point is, is if you look at the Bible where they had, where they read the Psalms, that if you heard that music today, you would laugh. You, you you would never play that in church. I mean, I don't know anybody that's playing them the way they were sung then. And, and you can hear even some of the uh, the Hebrews when they sing the Psalms. I've been to the Wailing Wall and I've heard them sing them in the Hebrew tongue, and it is definitely different as they rock back and forth and as they pray. Uh, I've been to the Wailing Wall, and and they read they read they have a they have a man there uh, normally with the music. Music stand, and they have special days of doing this. And we were actually down there on one of their their religious days, uh, one of their festivals that they were at. And I mean, they were there, and they had their 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 long uh, prayer uh, shawls on, and they had their their uh, phylacteries. They had they had uh, their they had leather straps wrapped around their arms. I mean, this was a Jewish culture thing, and I heard them singing them, and I loved it. I actually recorded some of that, and I thought it was awesome. I thought it was so neat to enter into that culture, but one thing I shortly realized, I mean, I, I didn't understand the words because it was in the Hebrew tongue, but I did. The melody was, was odd, different than I've ever heard. And if you really want to take a stance on worship music, that's where you have to remember, if you want to do it like the Bible, then we're all going to have to change. It's not because we're not doing it right. But I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, first from that understanding to where to where we are. First of all, one of the things I've learned in churches is is I try. I'm not a singer. I'm not a guitar player. So I try not to tell any guitar singer any any uh, instrumentalist you know how they should do it. What I've learned long ago is 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 uh, you know experienced in in church in the first several years I was there is if you try to get someone else especially uh, you know I want you to sing this I want you to sing that uh, normally what I've found is that they won't sing it with conviction they'll sing it and they'll do it uh, most people in church you know especially in the pastoral leadership I've been in that you know short, short after I was saved in some form of leadership or another and so they would respect that especially if I was ministering and they would do what I want them to do because they loved me but the truth is, whenever I gave them liberty to sing what was on their heart, what I noticed immediately was, is that the Spirit of God would would, would minister to them as they sang, and that became evident to who they were singing to. Now, I, granted, I'm talking about normally when I say worship music, hymns, 
and then also contemporary worship. Uh, but some of your contemporary worship is getting pretty heavy, pretty cutting edge. It would be called more like a rock gospel, they used to call it. But what I'm saying is, is and I know there's different places for that, but what I like to see in a worship service is, you know, if, if I if I was picking it, again, I'm not a singer, but I do get some input in, in our church, you know, as being the lead pastor. But what I like to see is I like to see a faster tempo song. Uh, it's one of the things I learned where I was at. I really liked how a pastor there did it before, my pastor, Pastor Zane. And, and I, I like that, having some faster. I think sometimes we just, in, in a worship service setting, you know, not what you listen to in your car, not what you're going to radio, but in a worship setting, because what are we trying to do? We're trying to prepare the people to worship. And I like to have a faster song. I like to have that at the beginning myself, personal preference. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong if you don't, but I like to have that because we want to come into church and I want them to be, I want people to be excited. I, I don't want to enter into a deep, heavy, long melody, you know, that, that just enters into worship deeply. I like to have a fast song, an upbeat song. I want to come into church and I want to be joyful and be excited. And then I like to see it enter into more of a worship song. And you can throw in a hymn at the beginning, nothing wrong with that. I like a hymn at the beginning also, not necessarily a deep worship song, you know, where you see people, you know, in our church with their hands out and their hands raised and their head back. I mean, just entering into that deep worship. I think, I think you go there more slowly for me. And so, uh, you know, but I, but I do like hymns. I do like worship songs. Uh, I do like some of my personally, I don't mind some of the, uh, heavier worship songs, you know, uh, uh, dry bones is one that was, was saying this pretty heavy right now. I really like that song. Uh, you know, and, but what I'm getting at is, is, is personal preference. I like bluegrass gospel. I love bluegrass gospel, but I learned right away that not a lot of people like bluegrass gospel. I mean, I like a banjo, but I, I tend to like a lot of different styles of music. And now we've never had one blue bluegrass gospel song in, in, in our church and, and most any church I've been at. When I say bluegrass, I don't mean Southern gospel. I mean, bluegrass gospel. And I love, I love that stuff, but most people aren't comfortable and most people don't have a banjo on the stage. But what I'm getting at is I like to see whenever I, whenever I'm looking at a worship service, I like to see something upbeat. And, and when we talk about hymns and contemporary, cause that's really what the worship wars were about. Whenever I got saved in 2005, I mean, shortly after, I mean, there were churches that would say, I'm not going to sing this. Well, guess what? Now they're singing them. Uh, I'm, we can't do this. Well, guess what? Now they're singing them. I mean, they've, they've come to change their stance on that. And there's a good reason why is because that's what's being played on the radio. That's what the people are hearing. Uh, and in my church, I love to hear radio songs. I think it connects the people because it's what they're listening to. I mean, media is a huge market now and everybody's either listening to something. Everybody's got earbuds in it sometime or another. And you don't hear a lot of hymns on the radio. And I think the church has had to say, okay, all right, we're going to do this. We're, you know, and we're where they didn't before. I've seen uh, pastors that would take stance on things that now are allowing their entire serve worship service to be mainly contemporary but it's something that as we've allowed and seen the younger people if you you know we 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 want to foster a younger person invitation in other words uh we want younger people to feel welcome so we can't just be singing old hymns i love old hymns nothing wrong with them but as when i look at contemporary worship one of the things that i noticed right away uh, after i was saved and began listening to the worship wars is when you sing a worship song, 
it's more like God in that moment. And, and I like to use the term con, uh, corporate worship. So when I sing a worship song, uh, your elevation worship song, whatever it is, your hill song worship songs, and oh, I know there's debates around that. They're not right. They're not. Listen, uh, th- this stuff of, of this church saying it so we can't do it, and I don't agree with their doctrine, that's ludicrous to me. I just, I don't even understand that. It's like, so if, uh, you know, all this music, God's gifted people with music. They're artists. That's who makes this stuff. And they, they could care less probably about the doctrine of the church. And, and I get it. Uh, some of those churches have fallen. Some of those churches have had, had made mistakes. Some of their pastors have fallen. I know all about it. I, I get the news feeds all the time on some of these things. But, but the, the people have been anointed and gotten, gotten great truth for, for songs, and they're artists. That's what they are. And, and anybody who knows artists, I'm sorry to all you artists out there. I'm going to apologize in advance. But they're kind of quirky. I mean, that's what makes them great artists. They think outside the box. And I think some of our worship music now that that is good worship music that that the church is embracing some of the, God has anointed these people just with some great things to be in that moment now. So in other words, a hymn or what I, I, matter of fact, I'll, I'll add another category, evangelistic singing, evangelistic singing to me tells a story and so I hear it, and I reflect back on a story. Uh, I knew great men of God that sang songs, and and there was an old song that told a story, and it was an evangelistic song, kind of a talking song. It was the old apple tree, and a hero of mine, Glenn Ledbetter, sang that. But it, it, I rem- it, it was it tells a story. And that's the way, if you look at a lot of your evangelistic singing, it'll tell a story, maybe not like that song that kind of talks the whole way through it, but but you'll hear the story. And I like evangelistic singing because, and I like, and, and if it's my preference, not saying I always get it or not saying I push it, but in evangelistic singing, I like to turn the projectors off. And I like for someone to look at the person that is singing and then think and reflect back on the story. I don't think necessarily. And see, then there's that place for that, in my opinion. And then there's a place for the the worship, the corporate worship. And that's when we have the projectors on. That's when we're entering into our moment now. But many times evangelistic singing tells a story. And, and I've heard people say, oh, it's all emotion. Well, I, I'm not even going to go there. That's a whole other podcast. But, but it tells a story and it lets us reflect. That's the way a hymn is. A hymn actually normally would let us reflect on what God has done, not necessarily entering into the presence of God now. And I think in for me, you know, in a worship music, I like both. I like to enter in now and get deep into worship and, you know, embrace who God is and what God is. And, and you most of the worship music, I, I have my favorites in, in church services. Then I have some I like driving down the road. Uh, sometimes, though, the stuff I listen to driving down the road, I can't find a place for it. Like in our church, I'm not saying other churches that do it's wrong, but I really can't see that place, that connection there. Sometimes, let me put it this way. Sometimes I just like something to lighten up the spirit. And sometimes that's okay to have in your car. And sometimes that's okay to have in church. A fun songs are good to sing. And I think we pigeonhole this idea of what worship is according to our preference. But but again, evangelistic scene normally to me would be projectors off, tell a story, and normally evangelistic scene will bring the convicting power of the Holy Ghost of God. But then a worship song, it's a different spirit. The Bible says, test the spirits and see if they're of God. So we know there are many spirits of God and not of God. 
but there are convicting spirits. There are spirits of praise. There are spirits of worship and all of those things. I like to experience a little of each of that in a worship service. Normally, most worship service lasts between an hour, hour and a half. Uh, some of them, you know, the real spiritual, they have three hour worship services, but those are kind of hard to get through in my opinion. But but anyway, the entire service from the preaching, just like preaching, I like, you know, if a preacher just gets up there and goes wide open all the time, it's kind of hard to listen to. But hopefully, you know, he'll raise his voice, lower his voice, tell a story, bring the scripture in the same way in worship songs. And and I think diversity for me, diversity for me is what I've enjoyed in any church service. I've been a part of some of the greatest worship teams, I believe. I'm a little biased, but that, that do a great job of it. And they blend that. That's one thing in the worship wars we talked about is this blending, this idea of a blending contemporary with hymns. And, and I think when we, we went to blend it, it's good. But sometimes I think then we need to jump back to an old hymn. Why? Because here's another thing. Your, our congregation has uh, several older people in it. And that's what they know. And I think we run the risk of, of, of two different things, of doing away with all of the old or also not embracing the new. And so for me, I challenge you to pray. Are you diverse in your worship songs are you understanding that there is a time to enter in into worship and 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 i mean every church has their precedent our church we raise our hands you know we enter in i see people close their eyes that's not all bad the, I, I that's corporate worship i believe god does special things when the body of believers get together and worship corporately I think his blessing and his spirit i don't think i know i've experienced it it is something special but then when you transition into a time of evangelistic singing, whatever part of the service it is in, I've seen people affected and tears fall and they, and they weep and they, there's a convicting spirit. So there's a praise spirit. There's a convicting spirit. And then also there's many spirits, but then there's a joyful spirit and that's your faster tempo song. And I think the thing is for me is I like to have a balance. I like to have a balance in our worship services. I like to have a balance when I'm in my car. My playlist uh, would probably shock some of you. Uh, I've got some of the old uh, stuff on there. I mean, some old Southern gospel, and then I've got some very contemporary stuff. But I, you know, and, and by the way, that's what I listen to. You know, I don't listen to any other kind of music but Christian music. Uh, but I enjoy it, and, and I and I'll get on uh, different ideas. Hey, this really sounds good right now, and I'll play the same song ten times over. I'm sure some of you will. But one thing I've had to push myself is is try not to, and I've had to push myself, you know, and, because I've, I've I don't know how many people have said, brother, that's real worship music, and they'll play a church for me, and and, and I mean in churches that they love, they're sitting in churches, brother, and then I've heard people say this, I can't worship because the music isn't this volume or that volume. It needs to be louder. It needs to be quieter. There's too many instruments. I can't worship. God help us. I, I hope I can worship without music. But I also know one thing that God has ministered to me when I just sit there with the hymn book and sing an old hymn. And I've sit there and worshiped in the shower whenever I sing a contemporary song. But I think there is a place for corporate worship. There's a place for evangelistic singing. There is a place for Southern gospel. There is a place for all of that stuff. But I think if we're going to reach the people, what Paul say? Paul said, I become all things to all men that I may win some. We use that scripture, but then we come in and say, this is how we should do it. This is how we should do it. Well, if you want to do it how they used to do it, 
We can go centuries and centuries ago to how they sang the Psalms and go to the Wailing Wall, and we can we can put it into English, but it is an odd tempo, I'm telling you. And I think they look at you in your congregation like a calf staring at a new gate. So I encourage you as you hear music in your church, as you maybe you maybe you're a worship leader, maybe you've not thought about it. I encourage you to 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 do all of those things and pray. Say, God, how how in my life am I worshiping? I, I know people that say I worship all the time in my car. And you know what it normally is? It's praise and worship music. It's worship, and they get ministered to. But that's the point about worship, that you find a place, not necessarily your preference, your style of music, but to where your heart embraces the Spirit of God and that we have fellowship with Him. You know, that that's it's praying and singing with psalms and hymns and spiritual melody in your heart. That's a commandment, and it's always praying, always singing, and I think if we stick with one style of music, in my strong opinion, that it is going to be very difficult uh, in, in, to, to be able to embrace because the church isn't staying where the church is staying. We're, we're in this decade now, but, but we're going to go somewhere else. And I, I don't want to embrace the new too quickly, but I also don't want to hold on the old so bad that I cannot be relevant to people because our church Sunday morning is about reaching the lost. And if they come in and they hear you singing the old Hebrew songs, they're probably not going to visit back again. You better get them on the first shot when they come in. So I want to try to stay relevant. But I know I've I've kind of got to rambling here. But I hope this is hope this has made you think about things differently. Maybe made you maybe challenge yourself and pray about things. And and I'm and by the way. Uh, I want to bring, uh, boy, uh, I'm on dangerous territory now, but I have some dear friends that they love Christian rap. And that boy, oh my, I mean, I've, I've waited to the very end to say this, but I didn't, I didn't, I kind of forgot about that, but you know, I'm, I personally don't listen to a lot of Christian rap. There was one song Lecrae sang that guy, a youth pastor kind of got me hooked on and listened to for a while. I can't remember the name of it. I, haven't, I don't even have a playlist anymore. But my point is, is that's really not my style. But I've known some people, they come out of that lifestyle. And I would rather them listen to Christian rap than I would worldly rap that talks about gangs and drinking and drugging and those kind of things. And they swear that that ministers to them. They said the lyrics and the rhymes and the way they do that. You know, I don't really think there's a play. We have never done that in our church and probably in the future. I can't say we won't, but, but it be, wouldn't be very likely. But I will say this, them, them boys that I know, they love the Lord. And they also listen to other kind of musics, but they are more, most of them are more of your artist type, if you will. And they embrace different cultures and they use it to reach people. And, you know, I, 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 God help us if, uh, if we can sing an old, like I like the old bluegrass gospel evangelistic song. And then we can't embrace and say, you know what, that's okay. And I think most of the church has accepted that. But, you know, there, there's, a, there's a lot to that. But for now, I've, I'm already in overtime. So I hope you have, have, have heard this. I hope you understand that worship isn't what we listen to, our style of music. But worship is our heart toward God. Worship is not what we do. But worship is who we are. God bless you, friends. Hope you have a great day and a wonderful week. Until next time, God bless.